listening to Discovery Park, written by Sean Keeley, directed by and starring Lucy Pierce. it was brick. The school? Yeah. And the football fields were on the left of the school. And Redbridge was spelled out in large white text over the front doors. Well, we can confirm one thing. Your memory is shite. That's strange, right? That the school is made of wood and the fields on the right. Not necessarily. It's familiar. I feel like I know this, but something is wrong. Yeah, the school colours. They're dreadful. It's like when you see someone in a dream and they're supposed to be a person you know, but they don't actually look like that person. You just go along with it because it's a dream. Is that what this is? That sounds more like a nightmare, love. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. We've got about an hour before kids start showing up. Hopefully they're the only ones who show up. Yeah, well, we shouldn't fuss about then. I'm sorry I took you away from your life. It was never mine to make. And if you hadn't, that other version of us would have done so in a much less nice way. Why is this all so terrifying? Because we don't know what we don't know. You know? I know. Good to know. Let's keep walking, see if anything else shakes loose. What's this part sticking out back here? Looks like a theatre. Yeah, that's where it happened. What happened? Oh, I never should have opened my mouth. I was in a school play there. As you like it, maybe? One of those Shakespeare comedies where all the women just want to get married. My character falls in love with a character played by Craig Wright. That name sounds familiar. (laughs) We were paired up and I'd always fancied him. But he was dating Lisa Walker. Only I didn't know that. So when he asked me if I knew her, I launched into all the reasons I thought she was a gormless twat without thinking twice. The next day, I showed up at school and they were waiting for me. Lisa, Amelia, Tina and Donna. They stopped me right over there, standing between me and the doors. By the time I realised what had happened, they were already pushing me, smacking me. I got past, but one of them reached from a rucksack and pulled it open and everything spilled out. I knew I couldn't just leave my books. Who knows what they would have done to them? So I stopped and picked them up. That's when the punching and kicking started. Eventually I got away and ran home. My mum was there and she started yelling at me for skiving. 
I slam my bedroom door and cried myself to sleep. That all sounds familiar. Only it weren't Lisa, it was Margaret. Margaret Butler. Didn't last too long. She got bored of me and found someone else to pick on. Not me. It went on like that for years. If I knew they were looking for me, I just stayed home. If I saw two or more of them together, I, I hid. If I was ever in a class with one of them, I asked to transfer to a different one. I got pretty good at making up excuses. Every so often though, I didn't see it coming and they'd corner me. Usually it was more verbal than physical. They also told all the boys, I said, awful things about them. If I made a new friend, they'd turn her against me. If I sat somewhere too long, I got hit. A pencil if I was lucky. A rock if I wasn't. Eventually, a teacher caught on to what was happening and reported them, which only made it worse, because they assumed I'd told. Finally got so bad that my parents actually noticed I was depressed. When I wouldn't tell them why, they went to the school and demanded answers. From there, two of the girls were expelled, the other two transferred, apparently not by choice. It came out later that I was one of a handful of pupils, boys too, being terrorised by that lot. They even intimidated some of the teachers. It wasn't until my last few months in school that they were all finally gone. I'd love to say they were better days, but I think, to be honest, I suffered because of it for a long time. I remember finding out years later that Lisa ended up in prison for assaulting a policewoman. She finally picked on someone who could fight back. I'm sorry. Thanks. I wish I could have been there to help. Or step in for you every once in a while. My tough big sister who is actually me, but not me. Something like that. You know what's crazy? We're being chased by an insane version of us who wants us dead. And I'm more scared of hearing one of those girls call out my name. Or turning the corner and seeing one of them. Not on my fucking watch. Whatever happens from here, I've got your back. I've got your back too. I mean, it's basically my back anyway, so... At what point do you think we can cut it with the we're the same person jokes? Honestly, it's going to be a while. What you say we take a quick walk round town? See what else shakes loose. Then we'll get out of here. And head where? Fucked if I know. We'll figure it out on the way. That's my supermarket. As a fruit and veg, pretty shit. I stock it on Mondays and Wednesdays. Oh, like 
it's your supermarket. I mean, I don't own it. I work there. At least, I remember working there. Oh, I'm a manager, by the way. Of course, of course. You thought I was a cashier, didn't you? No, I didn't. Yes, you did. Okay, I did. Sorry. Hey, I'm a barmaid. Not like I'm rolling in it. <laughs> I think I studied French at university. That's funny. Is it? I studied French and I ended up in a supermarket. Waiting for the funny bit. I guess it's not funny. At least I had a leg up at understanding the French food labels. Okay, that's kind of funny. And I have a flat right over there, except it's a blue building, not green. And I share it with my boyfriend. Oh gosh, what's his name? You're just full of information all of a sudden. It just keeps coming back, like each dot connects to the next one. <laughs> what? I'm walking down the street in my hometown playing This Is Your Life with another version of me and you're asking me what? Yeah, I know. What else? That corner shop back there. I think I used to go there all the time for crisps. What was your favourite? Hula hoops. I'm a Quavers girl myself. I like those too. Oh, and here. I... I can picture myself standing here eating a 99 flake of the ice cream van with my dad. Wait, what? Oh, I don't know. I suddenly feel sad. About a 99 flake? No, my dad, like... That's what it was like for me back in Dagnum. I'd remember something and get excited and then start crying because it's like I'm remembering someone else's good memories. I think we've established we're not clones, but how do we share so many memories, but also have so many differences, like where we grew up? I can't imagine growing up here. No offence. It's all right. Considering everything I remember, I wish I hadn't. But maybe what happened would have happened no matter what, whether I lived here or Dagenham or Ireland. That's a bit of a mindfuck, isn't it? Where to next? I think that terraced house up there on the left is my home, was my home. You sure you want to do that? Not really, no. But let's go. The right window upstairs. That's my room. Not anymore. No. Look in the front room. Mum, Dad and little girl. Wait, do you think that's... No, she's not one of us. How do you know? You ever sit there and watch quiz shows with your parents? I don't think so. Me either. We weren't that kind of family. Mine was barely a family to begin with. So what do you think? This was my house. But it's not my home. So where's home? I don't know. I don't think I have one anymore, but I think I want to keep moving forward to find a new one. 
forward still needs a destination. I studied French, so I think I want to go to France. France, oh, La Louvre, Orient, Champs Elysees, Eiffel Tower. Yep, you nailed it. For a brief moment, you disappeared and an authentic French person was standing in your place. <laughs> so where you want to go in France? I don't know. Maybe a tiny village in the French Alps where I work on a farm and spend my nights flirting with French men at bistros. Some place where the posho in American can't find me? Wanna come? What the hell? We oui, we. Oui. We can just tell people we're twins and figure out a good story to explain our accents. I'll say you were sent away because our parents loved me more. Donkey. That's more like it. Come on, let's get out of here before you know who shows up. <gasps> Two? What's wrong? See that man over there? At the end of the street? Yeah. Who is he? That's him. The man from Seattle. What is he doing here? He's following us. I get it now. Get what? Who he is. Run! What's he saying? What is he looking at? That van, I think. What is he saying? That van isn't stopping. Come on! Posho, what's going on? Who are you people? These are my goons. Goons, meet two and five. Two and five, meet my goons. Sounds like you've already figured out who four is. Fuck your goons. What do you want with us, Yank? Who are you? Turn around and show yourself. Very well. Hello, Mies. Good to finally see you both again. You're one of us! So perceptive. Where are you taking us? I am taking you home. Where you belong. Why are you doing this? Why are we all here? Why are we all the same? Because I brought you here. And now you belong.
Discovery Park is a Throne in the Puget production, directed by and starring Lucy Pierce, written by and produced by Sean Keeley, mixed and edited by Dave Lindsay. For more information, visit discoveryparkpodcast.com.